0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Loose Canon. Uh, this week, we are nailing the intro and we are going to talk about the new lore book aspect, which is my favorite lore book. Well, I think it was Rhino and Guardian. Okay, Guardian's back.
1: Um, <laughs> it's,
0: <a great> <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Uh, what, really quick, what are your guys' favorites of the new lore books?
1: I mean, so far, um, uh, the un—was it the unveiling? Unveiling,
0: is, yeah, that one's good. I feel like that one's like a cop out though, because it's like, of course, the one that's actually telling us stuff is your favorite. Like, it has well, to be. Yeah,
1: I know. I, I, I kind of, I kind of wondered if I should even say that because <laughs> it's like, it's, oh man, I'm just like I've been re- really. I've always found cellular automata interesting, mm-hmm. and Conway's Game of Life is like obviously the the most well known cellular automata, and that's exactly the the system that's that that, that you know that, that they the flower game, the, yeah. And I don't know; it's just it's interesting. There are there are quite a few references to cellular cellular automata that have been made in Destiny over the past few years and it's it's just kind of weird to you know have this this talk between the gardener and the um winnower yeah the, word? the winnower yeah uh yeah i know it's a cop-out but i don't care it's, <laughs> yeah but then following on from that I, I i do think that um aspect is a very close second mm-hmm Although saying that, as I was just saying to to before we started streaming, like I thought I'd read all of the pages, but going back through it before the show, I was like, I I don't remember reading this, so maybe I didn't read it all. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Guardian, what are, what, what are, what's your uh, favorite lore book of the new ones?
2: So we know what mine is because it's what we talked about last time. Oh uh, yeah, the the, the last mare. days of Kraken Mare, um, by far, my crack favorite. Kraken Mare. <laughs> I don't know one of the <laughs> yeah. Crick and Mar Crick and Mary
0: Mine immediately was um The Inquisition Inquisition of the Damned It was uh, written by John Goff um, mm-hmm. And I was just immediately like I love this so much because it was like Showing this, this split in the hive Hierarchy where they're like there's a group of hive that are looking at the other group of hive and saying, You're heretical for doing this, and the other group of hive's like, You're heretical for not doing this, and it's just they're just <laughs> fighting at each other, basically. And I just I just thought that was great. And then I mean revelations and also aspect, there's just so much good that came in um in this expansion. Yeah. And I'm looking forward yeah. to more. Um mm-hmm. But so Aspect is one of my favorites because Aspect kind of does some of the best throwbacks to like vanilla destiny one that there's ever been mm-hmm. you know we got so many so many questions uh if not answered teased you know it's like hey we didn't forget about this and it's it's really awesome to to see that again
1: yeah it's really cool so do, do we want to like like ha ha should we like talk through the
0: the entries the in order, or... Yeah,
1: I don't know.
0: So, I, I think it's important to note... Sorry about that noise. Uh, I think it's important to note that this lore book doesn't have a single perspective, but it does have a narrative. So, uh, the perspective seems to be general vex. Like, the first one, uh, What is uh well, how would that be pronounced? Realis? Realis? Yeah, Realis,
1: Realis, Realis. I think, given that the, the final... Uh, entry is
0: irrealis
1: yeah i would say realis
0: yeah yeah so the first one is is realis and it, it it's kind of just general vexy it's it's vaguely talking about the garden and and the philosophies which is also very interesting um just to to learn about the vex and so like in this in this entry um Harpies patrol on the air and goblins do on the ground, their veins wafting in the still air on their endless, untiring rounds. The pathways lie dull against granite. No power runs through them, not since the heart stopped beating. But the Vex of the Soul Divisive have programmed themselves to worship the darkness. It has given them power before, and the Vex understand time. What has happened before is somewhere, still always happening. What will happen is is happening now. Soil that lies fallow for a season will recover and produce again. Power that wanes will wax again if the ground is ready for it. So, it's like when all the way back in D1, we were just like, What is, what is the black heart? What is it? And people are saying, Oh, it's the darkness. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. People were remember in uh, Taken King when the Vex invade Oryx's throne and they take the worm larva everyone's like oh it's a worm larva <laughs> that's not a worm larva look at it like it's it's clearly not a worm and now we're learning that it was a apparently fragment of the darkness in some fashion
1: mm-hmm. yeah i think it's really you know it, it it like like you said it is tying so many things together and you know th- this this first entry talks about a pulse mm-hmm. and I did wonder like what so do you what do you think that pulse is? a heartbeat but do you, do you think there's something that that triggered it? Do you think our actions in shadow keep trigger this 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 pulse?
0: Probably, actually, yeah, because that's what triggered everything, right? Like, yeah, we get this from killing Vex. The Vex started spawning on the moon because we go through the Shadowkeep campaign. We get onto the pyramid, and then we get an artifact that immediately starts transmitting to the Black Garden. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think I think they say a pulse to to signify like, you know, it's like the heart monitor. You have that beep, beep that one, and it's like, oh, they're not dead. It is, it, they are still alive. They are just very weak type of hmm. deal. And like, that's just how it starts.
1: I wonder if, um, I just wondered if they described the, you know, when the traveler awakens, mm-hmm. is that described as a pulse, a pulse of light?
0: Possibly. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think this, this would be about that because they don't know. The light. I... Okay.
1: I agree. I agree completely. I just wondered if there was some similarity in the the language that they used. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but I don't. I don't think there is actually.
0: I mean, I think I, I think there's enough to say that there's a similarity in it, where the traveler woke up and it did mm-hmm. kick off a series of events, and now we have a direct line of the darkness that did try to communicate in some fashion. to the vex so i mean i'd consider it very similar at least
1: Mm -hmm. yeah interesting so um this is like the this is the card this is the entry that really sets the scene Mm -hmm. for the whole book yeah this this is like the starting point for the the story that it tells
0: and then uh, why don't you continue with the next one whatever you think is important there
1: i don't know let me <laughs> let me let me scroll through here um, i don't i don't even know where to begin with 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 a lot of these things i'll start from the beginning and we can jump ahead mm-hmm. so he's had this hallucination before it's not that good as, hallucina- as hallucinations go praddith's radio is talking to him voices rising out of the static he wishes it at least at it at least use a familiar voice a Pahenin or taiko or kabir he'd even take a mirror at this point
0: (laughs) i like that 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 yeah it kind of shows like everyone that he's known before oh
1: i'm still here i just think my camera useless
0: and this is crazy, these uh, Discord issues. We might have to find a, a new place to host the yeah. actual communication if this is going to keep up. But I, I really like seeing that, like, Pratith has that history. He knew Asher Mir. He knew, obviously, Kabar and Pahanan. <laughs> and mm-hmm. who was the other one? Tycho? Like, uh, yeah. Tycho 3? Taiko From mm-hmm. uh, Savathun's Song? Mm-hmm. Like, he knew all these people. So I, I just think it's... <laughs> switch back to the old camera
1: yeah that it's not Yeah, uh, it's not
0: it looks like you switched rooms it's I know. weird
1: it's it's kind of crazy how high resolution the other camera is it just doesn't work so never mind yeah anyway. so
0: that's the other perspective from this lore book uh Praetith, which is the main narrative
1: yeah Um, do you want me to yeah, keep can, on going with this? Continue
0: one? with however you see fit. I'm trying to find the author because I can't remember their name. Ariel,
1: um, Oh, there we go. So, um, he turns his head toward the radio. His cheek scrapes against granite. It hurts vaguely, the same way everything does, muffled by too much time and not enough light. You said that already, he tells the hallucination helpfully. So I won't I won't read everything here but mm-hmm. the I guess the important part is that um Praetith seems to be having a very similar conversation with a very similar group of people although they aren't the same people and one of the one of the the, the first hints that we get to that is um the voice on the other end of the radio says, "Excuse me, whoever you are." The first voice is back. "We're calling from band 227.17. If you were contacted by another 227 group, we really need to know." And that's the the first hint because 227 mm-hmm. is the number of um kind of digital simulations of the um, the Ishtar collective that was sent into the Vex Gate network. Mm-hmm. So this is this is this is the first time we've really heard anything that's kind of that we've known that, that that's been a very clear hint that like oh this is the this is that group. Yeah. Or, or one one of those groups.
0: And this is really the first time we've heard from them. Yeah. Like since that experiment. Mm-hmm. Which is all the way back in d one everyone's everyone's talked about them everyone's like wanted them to come back and like they they've kind of just existed, but not really in the in the front of anything so it's it was super exciting to see like to see this entry like starting up and like Praetith is like realizing, wait a second, this is not a hallucination. this is an actual person trying to communicate with him and so this is actually the first time since I think the Taken King, right? Since uh we've heard from Predith?
1: Yep. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, with the Blights. Yeah, the um, paradox. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I don't think there's been any other any other reference to him really. Well, that there've been reference there were references to him in things like the um the Ahamkara hunt and things like that, but mm-hmm. it's yeah. the, first time, it's the first time we've heard anything from him.
0: So, for those who came into Destiny in D two, Pradith was a uh, character who went into the Vault of Glass the first raid um, with Kabir and Pahanan and presumably three other people. But like Pradith, those three people were lost in time. Um, unlike Pradith, it seems they all they they have already died, whereas Pradith was just trapped in a, a prison inside the vault. And I mean, we don't really know. The rules of how he could have survived, you know, time could, could exist very differently. What has been centuries outside the vault could have been weeks inside the vault. And so he's at the point where he's probably going to starve to death, but he just hasn't yet. Even though time moved much faster for us. Um, However, in the perfect, or not the perfect paradox, in the paradox mission in in the Taken King, we go into the vault because we're getting radio signals, which is kind of what he's talking about in this entry, uh, pushing out radio signals, trying to get people who are real to hear them because maybe they can save him. Maybe they can do something. And Mm -hmm. we don't save him in Taken King. But what we do is we prove that he existed because until that point, Praedith was just a name scrawled in the insides of books that people were like, who's this guy? Like, he doesn't exist. Because the Vex kind of erased him from reality.
1: Yeah. I always suspected that the reason, you know, the Vex Oh, you're
0: wearing the shirt.
1: (laughs) I am, yeah. I just noticed that. Uh, And you can get your own shirt at the Ishtar Collective store. Anyway, um... I always suspected that, <laughs> that um, the reason that Predith was still alive mm-hmm. is because, you know, the Vex, uh, the, the, and this is, this is maybe going off on a tangent, but, you know, that's that's kind of normal for us, so I'll just keep going. Um, <laughs> the, the Vex, obviously, they operate kind of fourth dimensionally, or, or we, we, we think that they do anyway. I guess we don't really know exactly how they work, but... I, I suspected after the Paradox mission that the Vex always knew that the the Taken were going to invade mm-hmm. the Vault of Glass. Yeah. And so the reason that, that they kept Praetith alive is because they knew then that they would need someone to be able to get us to go into the Vault of Glass to be able to defeat the Taken. Mm-hmm. So it was almost like a... Um, you know, it's it's a it's a very it, it was just a necessary step in order for them to be able to use Pradith. They had to keep him alive. Yeah. I don't know why he would still be alive after they had used his message to to well, get us to come into the vault.
0: When we actually go into the vault after we stop the Taken, we go to find Pradith and we go into his prison cell and we just find a skeleton. Mm-hmm. So this seems like the type of thing where it's like. They used him, they were done with mm-hmm. him. they let him die, but now but this... with aspect because we're guardians because we can just kind of mess with them like that we're mm-hmm. rewriting it we're saying we don't like that ending we're gonna go back mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and redo that
1: yeah hmm. I'm just trying to find uh... it's because the, the ending... what you think about it the ending mm-hmm. was slightly different with the you know depending on yeah so if you did the 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 heroic heroic. paradox
0: you don't go to pray prison and find him dead and i thought this was extremely important because it was a paradox exactly (laughs) um Instead of finding him dead, you find his ghost several times in the Vault of Glass. And you see where his ghost has been through the the ghost fragments. It, like, went to the past before the Collapse, where Exos were war machines fighting in... Mm -hmm. Like, actually, I think it was in the Collapse. They were fighting whatever the darkness fought with. Uh, It went even further back to when the Elixir had the Traveler. And before it was Mm -hmm. broken, it went into the future... When the city was destroyed, and there were fleets of ship carrying rubble of the tower, and banners flying, New Monarchy and Future Oracle and Dead Orbit, just going to find a new a new planet to call their home, yeah. because whatever ha- will happen is gonna <laughs> kick us out. We're not gonna survive it. And that that if there's ever gonna be a Destiny Three, that has to be the Destiny Three,
1: right?
0: <laughs> like yeah. it, it ends with everything getting destroyed and then they kind of just do like that um new game plusy type of thing where it's like okay now go back before the ending and you can just keep playing but no that's what happens and then we'll pick up in the sequel
1: Mm.
0: Mm.
1: maybe there's a prediction yeah
0: lots of lots of future comes from uh a lot of the the destiny timeline future has Mm -hmm. has come from Pratith centric stuff like that
1: yeah I suppose he's in a unique position, yeah, it's almost you know like um yeah he's he's in as it says in some of the later entries, he's mm-hmm. in a position where he can actually see other timelines and he doesn't necessarily know which ones are Gonna kind of happen. yeah, I mean, in a way they're all going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, but he does he doesn't know which ones are the ones that like we are going to experience, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, he just sees all of them. Um, S- yeah. Shall we go on to...
0: Yeah, I actually want to talk about Gnomek for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Nomic is an interesting entry... Because this one, again, it really ties back to D1. So the people that you should know about in D1 is is Kabir, who was said to have drank of the Vex. Uh, The the common theory is that he drank the Radiolaria. They tasted like the sea. Uh, He sacrificed himself in the vault to create the Aegis, which allowed us to kind of negate the powerful effects of the Vex by making a big dome that you can step into and just be protected by it. Um also there was another person pujari who flung himself off the shores of time which is now a uh, redux map on nessus i what's it called now the shores of um ugh. if no one remembers it's a nessus map it's it's uh, it's got the b on the on the cliff with the river <laughs> below it
1: it's um, called the time. Time. Is it distant shores
0: yes. distant shores distant shores thank you um the Shores of Time are on Venus, though. Uh, he flung himself off the Shores of Time. He woke up in the Black Garden. He found a, a rose shaped like a ghost. He picked it up and cut his left hand. And the ghost said, you're a dead thing made by a dead power. You don't belong here. This is a place of life. He com- He comes back, and the cut on his left hand never healed. So it's like, oh, how is, how is that happening? How is that a thing? Because Guardians can just heal whatever happens to them. And so yeah. Nomic, uh, I'm just going to read, because this is a short one. I just want to read this whole thing so we can, okay. all the listeners can uh, understand. He is, he is not, he is walking in the garden. He is talking, silent singing. K-K-V-V-V-V-V. Watch your 6, Don't Worry About Me, Grow, Grow, Grow. He holsters his gun to gesture he holsters his gun to drink his gun is rusted into his holster and he will never pull it out again how can how bad can it be how bad can it be how can we grow 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 a titan is a wall a shield a cup filling itself to overflowing the container changes the shape of its contents but the contents change the nature of the container and the nature is eternity Who knows what's listening? It's listening. It's saying grow, grow, grow. There is a shape that is his mind, and the shape is protect. The shape is sacrifice. The shape is grow. V, 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 V. He was named too well. He is his own grave, and the cut on his left hand will never heal. So... Like, yeah, 80% so. of that is very <laughs> Kabar, you know, Kabir. It's like, you know, it's, it's like right there. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially, every, every, and, and also, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, and also the last yeah. line, I just wanted to make sure I had the definition right in front of me. The very last name, he was named too well, he is his own grave. The definition of Kabar or Kabir is a tomb. A tomb is a stone structure containing a body or a dead person. Kabar.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So it's like everything's Kabar until that, that last half line where it says the cut on his left hand will never heal where it is now Pajari.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. And I don't know if, you know... (laughs) <laughs> it, 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 maybe, maybe it could be also had a cut on his hand. <laughs> yeah,
0: but like that's the thing, right? It's, like you It's have never to been mentioned that. before,
1: so yeah, it's a it's a strange one.
0: What are uh, everyone else's thoughts? No one.
2: I don't have much on this one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because, like, uh, uh, so this 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 book was written by uh, Ariella, who is a new freelance writer. Uh, this is her first lore book, and it could just be as as simple as a mistake that, you know, l- uh, lines were crossed. Pajari Kabar, kind of that one thing about his hand just kind of got put on there
1: hmm.
0: unintentionally. Like, maybe we shouldn't go looking into it heavily. But, like, a part of me just wonders, like... Kabar yeah. was in the Vault of Glass, and I know the Vault and the Garden were connected. The Garden was meant to bring the powers of the Vault out. But how would he go from Vault to Garden? Or maybe that's where all Guardians go when they die.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I feel it's... I, I don't know. I, I think without without knowing more, I don't know if there's any... I don't think we can draw any conclusion from it really.
0: Mhm. Yeah. I I I generally agree. I just I just I want to know more than I'm getting <laughs> from this. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see that kabar is apparently to assume it is kabar is apparently in the garden. Hmm. And actually, you know what? Maybe it's this. Maybe it's the the KK the cuz it actually goes like carrot K carrot K. V, carrot, V, carrot V, carrot V, carrot V, and then the other one, carrot V carrot V, maybe it's like the Vex are experimenting. Cause remember the um Exodus Black crew? The Vex mm-hmm. experimented on them. Mm,
1: yeah. Maybe
0: this is maybe that's what it is. Maybe the Vex are experimenting on Kabar and Pujari and they're just kinda of like taking bits and pieces from both of them and this slapping it together.
1: But what happened? Yeah. But what happened to Pajari? He was killed. W- was he killed? Well, maybe. No, sorry. I was going to say he was killed by Dredge and Yor, but that was mm Hmm. I don't know what happened to Pajari.
0: Yeah. So Pajari is kind of like this. This. Um. Maybe it's because he cut his hand there. Maybe there's a piece of him left behind. You know. Yeah. Maybe that's enough to signify this this K to V transformation.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. don't know what to say about that, really. I
0: oh, don't know. Neither do I.
1: <laughs> I <don't laughs>
2: feel like this is going to be something that's picked up in the next season, though.
1: Yeah, I, the I
2: really... don't know where we're going. Is this going to play off?
0: Yeah, it really seems like how the seasons are. It's like, so this is really the first time they're doing it, so we we're going to learn very soon. But, you know, we have... Season of the Undying, which is about the Vex invasion, and we're gonna get the final assault, I think, on the 29th, so that's two weeks uh, from now, almost mm, a little more yeah. than a week, whatever. Um, but I don't think that ends it, you know? I don't, because if the next season's player fantasy is supposed to be fixing the timeline, I can't see fixing the timeline without having some Vex influence. You know, it's not like, fix the timeline, the fallen fuck shit up. Like, that didn't happen. The final assault
2: is eleven nineteen.
0: Oh, eleven nineteen? Wow. Oh. What's coming yeah. on twenty ninth? So a month away.
2: Lost in the dungeon.
0: Oh yeah, the dungeon. Mm. That's probably what I'm thinking.
2: Exotic quest on the twenty ninth as well, yeah. and then Raid Challenge on the fifth, and then Vex Offensive Final Assault with the Undying Mind on the nineteenth.
0: Okay. It's a good thing that we are a news podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I knew all of that. <laughs> um but yeah that's what i mean like like to me is
2: that this is that's going to build there i mean yeah. they're doing the narrative over the arc so it's like throwing us off is that the person who wrote this is a freelance writer mm-hmm. how serious is this attached to the rest of destiny
0: mm-hmm.
2: to play into next season like this isn't something that's just gonna be like oh fun thing on the side like, yeah right <laughs> you can't
0: you can't just give someone the the Ishtar team and Pratith and Kabar and, you know, like, you can't just give someone that and be like, hey, you know nothing, have fun. Yeah. You know, like, that's not a throwaway lore book. And yeah. I, I don't mean that to sound insulting. I mean, like, she, she was given a, a big task and I think she did very well with this book. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I wonder what this could mean and i i don't want to i try not to get hung up on things that can Mm -hmm. just be as simple as like a oh man that was a simple mistake that happened because you know things like that like Mm -hmm. it's easy to have that happen
1: there and there are a lot of bungee writers who are like freelance writers you know there are a lot well i mean seth i don't think seth dickinson well he's freelance yeah he was never a bungee employee
0: i think it's because he writes a book
1: yeah, and that and that's fine, but he was still you know, he wrote the Books of Sorrow. So And Callis' journal. Yeah, and there the are so many Shadowkeep there are journal. so many so many elements of the Probably Cade's uh, journal. Uh, <laughs> all
0: I'm Wilson. trying to say
1: is it doesn't matter how many things he's wrote, even if he had only wrote the books of sorrow, that's it's such one. a fundamental yeah. part yeah. of right of everything to do with destiny. I don't think just because this book was written by a freelance uh, writer, I wouldn't read anything into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. it, it you know, may This not... is
2: going to be the most important.
0: Yeah. It's like a sleeper or... book. <laughs> yeah.
2: Anything else is like really interesting and like adds to the story, but this feels like it's going to be a very important book for the narrative. Like mm-hmm. this feels like it's probably arguably the most important book the season
0: yeah for the season of the undying i agree because when when she mm. she tweeted that she wrote this book she she said that she actually waited to mention it until the raid was beaten mm. so it's kind of like okay so That's this cool. even though you get it from just killing vex in general which i really appreciate i would hate another raid tied lord book that would drive me nuts but it, it very clearly is tied to the raid yeah
1: i mean the thing is like I, yeah, I agree with that. I think it is a very important book in terms of thinking about where the the future of the story is going to go. I also think though we haven't seen all of the, um, unv- I've forgotten the name already. Unveiling, Vailing. yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like and, as I was
2: saying that it's like unveiling is the only one that would like really like fight and be more important than. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like that. I don't know. It's just it's just blown my mind so we we we'll see
0: so anyway. with the unveiling just really fast um mm-hmm. uh sorry I, I can't help but play with the things on my desk uh <laughs> we've seen the first 3 <laughs> entries now because it's been 3 weeks but also because on the first week it was it was glitched to get the first 3 um yeah. has anyone found 4 and 5 because no. there should be people wow. out there with four and five right now, and I I have not read them, and I want no. those people to come tell me what's in those and send me screenshots. <laughs> so
1: I haven't I haven't uh, seen anybody unless Bungie it fixed
0: it. They're like, you already got two and three. You're not getting any yeah. more until four.
1: I think that would be a good way to fix it. You know, because one of the, one of the frustrating things about Truth to Power is. Mm-hmm you know i was well there were two frustrating things and i know it was a mistake and mistakes happen but the the way that um all of the truth to power entries were released straight away via the api and then i had to like redact them all on ishtar it's it that that was that was a bit frustrating but you know these things happen but then i was like publishing the appropriate entry every week mm-hmm. but different people were at different points you yeah. know or every three weeks sorry like because some people had glitched it and things like that and it's like yeah it's it's kind of, i i hope that with um unveiling they have done some sort of fix to make sure that the people who glitched it originally only have the the ones that they're supposed to have by this point, but I I haven't hmm. heard anything about any of the other ones, um, so I don't know. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen anything pop up on Reddit at least. Yeah, so... and
0: that's where it would be, right? Like Wait, I've actually, actually yeah. checked on Reddit. Oh, did just find it
2: it? it? it would be like Destiny lore or raid <laughs> secrets. Yeah, get like Yeah, absolutely. It'd pop up. Hmm.
1: So, news of a news of a angel i don't know if i if i pronounce that right news of a is that right i don't know just said in chat that uh they have five entries
0: okay well i'm not i'm not going to type <laughs> that uh i'm going to hit you up <laughs> after so uh i need those <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah like... and i that's the, I like, I, I'm not going to publish them because yeah. we shouldn't have them yet.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to talk know. about them publicly. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of my rule. Like, if you want to go find it, go find it. I'm not going to look down at you for wanting to find it. Just don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Just don't talk about it. Like, let let people yeah. get it in their own time. I have people who don't read the lore until they get it in the game because that's, that's their rule, and it's, like, really hard for me to be like, oh, I, I can't talk about the things that I have because you're just lazy and not getting getting all the collectibles like just just go get it break your damn rule then
1: as as someone who actually kind of sucks at the game that i I have pretty massive respect for people who only read the law when they when they actually find it
3: right yeah it takes a lot of willpower
1: yeah
3: hey so are we still shuffling through the aspect then
1: yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. We're, we yeah. are currently on uh, Epistemic. And uh, there is something in here that I, I'm very interested in. Uh, but if there's anything from before that that you want to touch on, we can double back. No, no, you no. That
3: it. was the next one I was hoping to. Read, okay. Read, then read why, don't you, uh, why
0: don't you tell us what you're interested in, in here because I, I have a feeling it might be the same thing.
3: Mm-hmm. No, read it first because then I just want to point something I'm not going to read that whole thing. It's a huge card. It is quite <laughs> no, a long one. Read, re- just say what you wanted to talk about first.
0: Uh, so in this card, it's, it's following Pradith again. Basically, Pradith has just lost connection with the Ishtar collective team. He's very upset about it. The vault is showing him visions. Uh, the, w- sees a vision of himself, straight shouldered, warm in the Martian sun, standing between Kabar and Panhanin. Kabar's helmet is familiar. It's the one Pradith helped make blah, 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 which would actually, would that be the, um, Kabar's battle cage? The vault of yeah. the helmet?
1: Um,
3: there you go. Oh, is that so what you wanted we to say? say? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. Like, that never clicked until just now. Um, yeah. But what I wanted to say was, uh, he's going through these visions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, then he watches the movements of the Vex. He learns to tell them apart. The shining silver ones, the brass ones, the back-swept back horns, the ones with eyes glowing white. Occasionally scattered among them are pockets of Vex stained with verdigris their arms trailing shawls of moss. All the other Vex keep away from those ones. Twice, he's seen other Vex fight the mossy ones. It looks Uh like the other Vex are frightened of them, as much as Vex can be. This is amazing, because... Have we ever had white-eyed Vex?
3: No. Not that we've seen in-game.
0: We have. I mean, unless you
3: count count the Gorgons, somehow. I don't know. Mm
0: -hmm. Because... Every vex that I've ever seen has had red eyes. And there's another entry, I don't not sure if it's in aspect or something else, but it talks about a Vex with yellow eyes. So now we have white eye and yellow eye vex. Or wait, are descendants yellow eyed?
3: Huh. Oh, I don't know.
0: The uh the black ones that are found on Mercury? Kinda like oil, slate grey, not black. Black's deceiving.
3: It's like a gunmetal.
0: Yeah, like gunmetal. Uh, but so, you know, in this, he talks about the silver Yellow. ones, which are the precursors. Uh, yeah, they're like a bright chrome brass. Yeah, bright, bright chromey silver ones. The brass ones, uh, in Destiny 1, there was the Heza protective, Hezen protective, and the Hesin corrective. Now they just seem to be the Hezen, and they've kind of unified. Uh, with back-swept horns and the ones with eyes glowing white, but the Vertigree ones—those are the ones that we fight in the raid. Those are the ones that we're fighting on the moon. Those are the ones that we're fighting in the Vex yes. offensive. They are the sole divisive, and I love divisive that I love it so much that the Vex are like you're fucking weird. <laughs> they <Yeah>. have <laughs> they have one brain. Like the Vex are all connected. You know they're a hive mind of entities, all sharing information with each other, literally all the time. And then there's <laughs> there's a group of Vex that creeps the other ones out. That is amazing yeah, like, to me. That is the best thing ever.
3: You know what? It's kind of just occurred to me just now is that the devices seem like they're kind of swimming upstream and going through some sort of Vex back channel, almost as if you have these linear VEX. They're all in their own perspective timelines, but then you have the divisive Mm -hmm. who seem to jump and channel and swim up the other streams that these other uh, VEX are channeling through. Hmm. And I think that maybe that's what creeps out the entire network is that Mm -hmm. they have this ability.
0: It would be cool if the, the sole divisive actually had different abilities like if the regular vex can like teleport and stuff like if these vex like even a goblin could do like the containment fields on us or something like that you know how remember that uh who was the guy in the prison of elders oh yeah they could put the uh the barrier around yeah that everyone would like rocket the barrier and kill themselves (laughs) <laughs> yeah, good times i mean i would hate it if if goblins could do that to me but i think it would at least be interesting It'd be like oh man these vex are threatening they're actually Wait, different yeah. well you know there's something you know that another... does
2: do a containment field
0: that's in the um the raid the oh, yeah. harpy mm. Mm. that's a cool looking
1: harpy by the way yeah i still haven't really played cool the harpy. raid
0: they make the best harpies only as bosses though like yeah. Just make the majors. Just throw them out there. Let me let me fight these guys. These are awesome. The uh, what was his name? Uh, Theosion the restorative mind. Remember him mm-hmm. when you first see him, like in that like vex tubey thing, and he looks like a jellyfish, and it's like, what? Yeah, that's
3: the best. Yeah, the concept. So there like are
2: the old, old grammar cards for vex. Right? Uh huh. Do you have yellow eyes? Is it the Descendants? Divisive.
0: Oh, it's so Divisive? <laughs> Whoops. Oh, <laughs> red.
2: Hmm. Um, it was... Ogeny, I think, was the one that had...
0: Oh, man. That... You're like... really
2: cutting out. Those are Hydras with
0: white eyes. <laughs> You're cutting out, man why no the vex are invading you you gotta get a bit <laughs> like. that's what it is i was yeah. working fine for a while yeah yeah it's on and off it's something with that wire i think um mm. so you said the soul primeval had yellow eyes
2: so Hazen corrective has their hydras are shown with white eyes
0: hmm I'm not sure if that would count, because just because they're Hydras. Yeah, cause the
3: Hydras always have a white eyes. Okay.
0: No, the new hy the Overlord Hydra that spawns in the Vex invasions has a red eye, because I was killing those guys today. Oh, Precursors yeah, have
2: white eyes. Uh, you know, it's it's white eyes. It shows them mm-hmm. as having white eyes.
3: It's hard because it's hard because you're always concentrating on their their yeah their core, the, like the, the, the juice box. <laughs> yeah but. But, like, for instance, you know, a minotaur has eyes on its shoulder. Mm-hmm. And so you're, like, you don't even really pay attention to all their eyes. they got so many eyes.
0: Can you still pop a minotaur's head? Is that still a thing? Oh, I don't know. I Remember in G1, you used to pop their heads, and they'd get, like, really pissed off and start chasing you? And they start chasing you, yeah. Which
3: Progeny is funny, because they look like eyes. fanatics okay. when their heads are off.
1: I still find that a really interesting... I mean, I know this is this isn't super related, but I just find that such an interesting behavior. Because why is it that, like, you know, like, the the Vex fluid is where we think of, okay, this is where the Vex do their thinking. Mm-hmm. Right? I have
3: an answer. Well, it's but pumping you... through the <laughs> body.
1: Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But then why, when you, it's almost like you shoot off their head, and they go into, it's like they can't control themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like they it's like broke they're... the connection.
0: <laughs> well... I mean if they're if they're robots, right? Like if they're robots, I would imagine they're utilizing something. And if the <laughs> head actually stored that that like rational thought processor and mm-hmm. you know the vex fluids going through there, it's pumping through rational thought thought to the rest of the body, we pop their head, rational thought is now gone. It's just
3: Well, yeah, cuz then you think about like the lakes on Ness is full of vex fluid. I mean, all that stuff is just a soupy mix of yeah. Of un- unused, you know,
1: biomechanics? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, but then, I mean, is the, the technology of the, conscious... the Vex...
0: What I'm saying is, for example, that giant Vex lake, does mm-hmm. that think? Does that does that watch you? Can that pull out and grab you? Can that do anything other than just naturally hurt you for being in it? I don't think it can.
1: Like. Well, uh, no, I... I I, I I think it's part of what you said. I think it can do. I think it can think. Okay. I don't think it can reach out and grab you. But so I think exactly. that that's why the Vex have metal bodies. The Vex have metal bodies mm. because their brains are just... They, they are just brains. They need these yeah, containers to travel around in. And yeah. so they're in these containers traveling around. Why is it that shooting off their heads... Well, that's why like, I was
3: saying it broke the connection. It's like a collective consciousness. It's shared throughout the entire network. So maybe yeah. shooting off that brain is like, you know, breaking their antenna off and they can no longer connect. So they just go into kamikaze mode.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm.
0: So then e- like each, the of their, the each of their heads, their heads, their heads are their transmitters. That's like giving them their orders. So you pop their head off and they, all they know, they have like a self-defense protocol or self-destruct.
1: Yeah, yeah, that might make sense. I don't know. Which would yeah. explain why fanatics that
0: means that... don't have heads, right? Right. Because mm-hmm. fanatics they're just meant to come come at you and explode.
3: That's sure. What a great way to reuse an asset though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate fanatics. I hate that they're they're outside the vault. I hate seeing them. They suck. And now they're <laughs> supplicants? How dare they <laughs> hey, can, can I just <laughs>
3: Can I just point out something we were talking about the divisive and another little hint to, I guess their, their nature is that mossy green and you know, the, the branches and all that stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, when we first fought the the heart of the black garden, we go into the black garden and the statues convert and there's mm-hmm. all those vex kneeling and they've got moss, you know, kind of grown over them, like overgrowth, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, it's neat that they that they make a, a point to point out the very different appearance of the of the devices and the, and the Vex that we encounter now and how yeah. they share that one common thread, which is that overgrowth.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, it's interesting. Sorry.
3: No, I was just saying. Do you think that that's do you think that's important towards the story? Because if they are, um, kind of the redheaded stepchild of the Vex. Does that mean that they're, you know... <laughs> does that mean that they're kind of going against the collective mind? Or are they just seen as like a... Uh, like a... Uh, like a, a, a... I don't know. A bad
0: thing that happened. Would they be able to go against the collective mind? I mean, they were yeah, told to worship they... the darkness by Quoria, right? Like, that's that's the general yeah. assumption. Like, Quoria said, I mean, learn the... to worship. They learn to worship.
1: The way that I see it within the Vex is that... There are um, branches, you know, they're like, they're all, they're all, they all have the same goal. They all have the same, um, like, end goal that they're trying to achieve, but there are different groups that have been given different strategies to follow. Yeah, Mm. I I mean, I I don't know if I I would even say tasks. I think it's at a very high level. It's like, like
3: your script. Your script is to be in the future. Your script is to be in the past, and your script is to be everywhere in between in case something screws up.
1: Well, no, no, not exactly. I think you know, using the soul divisive as a, as an example, they were like, okay, C- Courier learned all of this interesting information. We have to mm-hmm. find as a as a group, we have to find a way to apply that somehow. We are going to create a. a a group of Vex that are identical in almost every way. The one variation is that they have learned from Curia that worship gives power. Right. So okay. That th- that and that is the only difference between them. They still have the same set of goals. They still they still have the same shared history and everything else. They still travel through time. It's just that the because of that one difference in their in their programming that that is that that is why they that is that's why they're different that, that that's why they do things differently to the other vex but mm-hmm. that, that's how I've just, always kind of imagined just because of work. what
3: they've learned from the hive
1: yeah because they, they've been it's like right we learned this thing now this specific group you're gonna be slightly different and we're gonna learn from that if you are successful. Then that means that you know there'll be more of you 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 and and vex the vex as a species will move closer to the way that you operate mm-hmm. so
2: time we have prayed the showing that the vex are fighting the divisive and are like afraid of the divisive mm-hmm. in some mm-hmm. form of how vex could be right, which to me does not oh yeah they're doing their own thing and if it works mm-hmm. out we'll follow them it's more of like happening with you guys that we don't really like. It's like either yeah. that they're doing something really right and mm-hmm, they're yeah. doing like the right path and we're all just kind of like the little brothers over here and they're afraid
0: of them for that. So what if it's a gamble? Because, so um are we actually mm. on that entry? No, we're not on the entry. Um, with Guardians, you know, Vex vex have a hard time beating us because we can come back to life. We have that ability that they can predict exactly what we're going to do, and they're going to succeed, they're going to kill us, and then we go, eh, I'll come back. What if that's what the the power of the darkness offers Mm -hmm. as well, where it's like, this can either go exactly how we planned, or this can backfire on us. Mm -hmm. And the darkness can say, eh, I actually would rather win than let you win, and just come back Mm -hmm. and mess it up. So even though the divisive are so the divisive are putting the bet in of it's okay, and the other vex are like, it's not okay. Because they want a future without light or dark. They don't want either to exist mm-hmm. or the sun. Hmm. So you think that maybe the divisive
3: are wanting to champion the darkness's return or whatever? Maybe. Because well, if the darkness what's...
2: is... Yeah. Go ahead is supposed to be like the dark mirror of the traveler
3: hmm.
2: the stuff we're learning and unveiling and with the shadow keep campaign would be our salvation dying mind which we've killed over and over and over again mind who is like warping time coming back and we're fighting it again
0: have mind we killed the undying mind power? over and over and over again though well, okay, you move your wire again cuz you're cutting out. You had it you had it good and then you moved it and then it started messing up for me. Um <laughs> it killed it in destiny 1. And then they tried to bring it back. back and we stopped them. It's back now. Yeah, so they tried again and we didn't stop them again. But that's what I'm saying. They we we killed it. We tried or they mm-hmm. tried, we stopped. They tried again and we were like, eh. You know, we're we got Siva to worry about. We're not we're not too concerned about you right now.
2: So wasn't it the theologian mind that brought back the undying mind? It's well it tried to. Else?
0: Yeah, Theosian.
2: If we killed that mind, so what is doing it now, and why is it like in the Black Garden? Because
0: instead? Theosian was one of the restorative minds. There could be any number of restorative minds, and that's what I'm saying. We killed the undying mind they used Theosian to try to bring it back. We stopped Theosian, and then they used another Undying Mind, or another Restorative Mind to do that to the Undying Mind. Or, like Ikora has actually said, the Undying Mind is making copies of itself in multiple timelines so that it can, like, never die. It'll always have a copy somewhere. So maybe one of the other copies are like, I won, and... not that... work? (laughs)
2: For the vaccine yeah. like a comment where I still feel like they have not confirmed how guardians work a comment about how when you're in a darkness zone you don't come back because your ghost doesn't have the ability to pull you from another dimension at a from another
0: it's 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 canon that there are places in the universe where the light struggles to reach
3: mm-hmm,
0: and so. that is the general assumption of what a darkness zone is that the light doesn't reach you when you're all the way down in the moon because the hive have so much nonsense down there so it kind of
2: there's the card from future war cult that talked about how like the ghost was pulling data from another parallel universe no res from the weird yeah
0: that's that's from ghost stories
2: would that kind of be i mean because i'm just like speculation Mm -hmm. like we, now that we have all the stuff with the darkness coming about and the gardener and the win over and the black garden mind has kind of simulated how guardians exist
0: yeah
2: one but I exist in another one so I'll just pull from that yeah G- giving it essentially the same power as a guardian
0: oh okay I see what you're saying now yeah that's
2: parallels of like what if the soul device of like Rhino said is like they're trying to get the power of the darkness
0: mm-hmm.
2: and and so that's why everyone's scared of them is because Soul Divisive is now outside of their predictability field and their control. They come mm. back as gardens do with the darkness being a black mirror. Yeah, maybe. Complete speculation.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really interesting idea. Actually. I mean, that's
0: that's what Theosian was trying to do in the first place, though. But So maybe now, instead of needing a separate mind to do it the undying mind is trying to be the source of that power himself or itself mm. where it's like if it dies its other copy will know that and will copy a new copy in its place yeah mm-hmm. kind of cut out the middleman because especially if, if who knows how many undying minds have have died and have been failed to be brought back maybe there is only one restorative mind and maybe it is only theosian and well, in our timeline, maybe there's, because there's well, got to be other I, timelines with other Theosians. I like,
3: yeah. I like what you were saying earlier about maybe it's a gamble. And it's funny that that's, that, that that's a neat perspective, because if the Vex are repeating this over and over and over again, just so that they can eventually have the outcome that they prefer,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, I mean, that's a very mathematical equation. I mean, well, hell, I mean, we even have a gun now that came back, Monte Carlo. That's the Monte Carlo method. But if they're if they're trying to repeat this, um, you know, fight with the undying mind over and over and over until they get the uh, preferred outcome, then, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying that that's an interesting perspective.
2: Well, I mean, so why would it be named the Undying Mind tangent, when we've only that killed it once?
0: Yeah, <laughs> because it never died like, before. we went
2: into it and it's called that way. Yeah. I mean, I'm the true, undying but non-pig, the
0: but after I die, I don't think I'm going to keep that <laughs> title.
2: I mean, it's technically true. But I don't that's to me it's like I just want to know like what would cause Vex to be afraid of the soul divisive? Yeah. it Means they're either doing something really right or really wrong.
0: All I'm saying is my goal in life is to live forever and so far I'm doing a pretty good job of it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So there is one, since we're just... I mean, this is still a, a tangent that's connected to the aspect. There is one other little tangent that I want to go on, which I kind of like. And it's from the card we just read. And it says... some—or th- This is when he's getting different, mm-hmm. like, basically... I don't think that's they're hallucinations, crazy. but there's visions. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the first main paragraph where he sees the Traveler often that we can't feel its light through the bars of his cage. Sometimes it hangs over a city so familiar it makes his heart ache. Sometimes it hangs in an alien sky and foreign shapes make airy loops around it. Ghosts of unrecognizable make. And I find that interesting.
1: (laughs) I feel like I missed some of the words there. I don't know if that was me or the microphone.
3: It's his mic.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know which one you were. Oh, there it is. Okay.
2: The first, like, actual paragraph.
0: Yeah, I was looking for it, and I was like, I don't see him talking about that at all. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Ghosts of unrecognizable make is is actually, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Uh, that makes me laugh because it kind of makes me think, like, remember in D1, like, vanilla D1, which is basically mm-hmm. where uh, Praetith would have been? It's like, ah, yes, my ghost. It looks like <laughs> this. And then <that>, it's like, <laughs> now in D2, my ghost looks like the moon. What?
3: <laughs> like, yeah. wait this is He's what my ghost is he doesn't have his shell on yeah
0: why is your ghost a shank i like shanks <laughs>
1: what is i feel like mine? the only thing that makes it
2: question is that it says it hangs in an alien sky
1: yeah yeah i i i do think it's interesting i don't know if it's when you're it's talking about
0: different well, he said sometimes it hangs in an alien sky after we just talked about how his ghost saw a future where the city mm-hmm. had to leave pack up and leave yeah so i don't think that's, that's to say that it's like aliens had ghosts or aliens will have ghosts but it's that we had to leave and now because we're in a new solar system our ghosts got even freaking weirder they're like abstract <laughs> they're not <laughs> yeah
3: I mean, some things are just descriptive and, you know, trying to be poetic for a reason because of the lines that follow and precede them. Only to try to uh, describe the environment or the feeling that, that they're trying to uh, convey through the writing of this. Not everything is completely literal. Like when people thought that, you know, the uh, cabal that was born on the Leviathan uh, using, you know the, uh, you know, the last raid or whatever mm-hmm. in the menagerie. Uh, people thought that when he said, you're just born and you've already killed two people, basically. Uh, yeah, just it's by a saying names. People, people thought that meant he literally spoke and they died because of his, his like words coming out of his mouth. No, he died because Callus you know, was like, yeah, you just named who I'm gonna, about to kill. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like a mob boss saying, wow, dude, you bring me this information and look, who, you just killed two guys of mine. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it hadn't been done yet. You know, not everything is completely literal, and I think that's what people get lost in sometimes.
0: Back on the um, the ghosts of unrecognizable make. If we don't get a crota pop ghost sometime soon, I'm gonna lose my <laughs> mind. <laughs> I want an inbox, glow chase sticker, ghost die.
3: Oh man,
0: it'll. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say it'll cost <laughs> it'll cost uh fifteen hundred silver <laughs> nice
1: one of the okay, things sure. that I thought was interesting about this uh card is where is it? I've lost the line now
0: of course you have
1: yeah um <laughs> some timelines i mean there's there's quite a few things that 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 this entry goes through you know uh we talked about that paragraph about the um, the Traveller, the vision of him with uh, Kabir and Pahinan, um, about the Vex fighting each other. Um, some timelines have veils drawn over them, a darkness too thick to see through. I thought that was kind of interesting as well, you know? Like, hmm. is this that some timelines are just... Hard to but like are they further away and difficult to see? Or is it that some timelines are where the darkness has already won? Yeah,
0: I think the I think the hmm. latter.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Because like like right.
0: uh in No Reds for the the Weary, when the the Guardian's ghost tried to bring him back and could not, Future hmm. Warcult said it's because he died everywhere. Like this was his hmm. last one, this is his last chance, and that's just what it is. So I mean obviously that doesn't mean the darkness won everywhere else, but it, it it implies there was a death that they could not come back from Mm -hmm. in multiple areas. And I think it's statistically unlikely that some of those were not the darkness winning. Yeah. Right.
3: You know, and while we're on this thread real quick, I just want to go off on a brief tangent that I've always thought was kind of interesting. Um, we have these little hints in the lore about guardians dying on specific areas and zones and stuff. And then we, we learn about how they died over and over in certain areas. Um, like in the armory, there are certain armor pieces that talk about specific, uh, guardians that gave their full measure, but there's one for each one of the different planets that we have. And -hmm. it almost makes me feel like our presence as guardians once we've died or once our guardian has given their full measure as, as they put it, um, it allows other guardians to come behind them. It's almost like when Taiko Ty- sacrifices herself so mm-hmm. that we can gain access to uh Sabathun's, you know, uh, eyeball, whatever. Song. And uh, yeah. So what I'm, what I'm, what I'm meaning to say is there's a lot of little, hints that there's this uh, interconnectedness within the light spectrum that we we share amongst the guardians but what I'm kind of curious about is how they explain our ability to go to new places and new zones and new worlds and new planets and stuff and it almost seems like in order for us to be there now after the collapse you know uh, it has to have been somewhat touched by another guardian or somebody who gave or a sacrifice or gave their full measure or whatnot yeah hmm. and if you think about the way that we 've been fighting these um, you know ghastly uh, entities on the moon that the darkness seems to throw in front of us as like these uh, uh, psychological horrors or visions of, of past guardians that have died it almost it almost reminds me back to that interconnectedness idea that you know mr ulan Spraytan uh so loved to tell everybody about mm-hmm. hey we were all interconnected and you thought that in order to win um you got to defeat it well no in order to win you've got to die basically um mm. and it's curious because he was also in you know i don't know anyway
1: I always, one of the reasons that I always come back to, it was a point somebody made on like a a Reddit post a long time ago, was that, you know, the reason that so many Guardians kind of have died in the past is because they weren't to high enough light level. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, we had to ascend. We, but we have, you know, like actions that we have taken, I mean, okay, this is where, like the the gameplay sure, and I mean, all kind of con, kind of collide. Yeah, but when you think about it, there are so many actions that we've taken that has raised the cap. Like the guardians mm-hmm. in the past didn't stand a chance. Like you know, if you could imagine, if we hadn't raised the the, the light level cap before we fought Oryx, I mean, okay, that was good enough to, you know. Um, make our way through the Vault of Glass, but there's, there's no way that we could have stayed at the same power level or light level or whatever and defeated Oryx.
0: I just think sure. light level and power level is a game mechanic thing. Mm, I really hate yeah, when people well, say that we are the strongest guardian that's ever lived because we haven't died yet. It's like, hmm, that's well, not a good I, example.
1: I, I, I think we've raised the cap for everyone, though.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think with progress there comes increase of power ability you know knowledge Mm -hmm. of course like way back in in the the dark ages there were no doubt guardians who were like i don't really know how to do a super you know like that's not a thing that they study they're not disciplined or if they do know how to do it they're very weak with it and so like obviously we're gonna get stronger as we go but it's to say like Personally, I like. I get kind of annoyed when people are like, "Oh, we're stronger than Kabir. We're stronger than this person, that person." Right, because yeah. we did all this stuff, and it's like, "Yeah, we did all this stuff after they died, giving us knowledge. Like, mm-hmm. we are standing on their shoulders. We are not stronger than them."
1: But I don't right. think that necessarily. I'm. I'm. I mean, I don't mean to suggest that. Like, if you look at Zavala and Shocks and and people like that. I'm not meaning to suggest that we are more powerful than, than they are. Like, when, when we we are more powerful than we used to be, uh-huh. they are more powerful yeah, than they absolutely. used to be. You know, like, I, I, I feel as though we have all raised the bar for all of us. Yeah. All of well, the actions. Well, there you go again. It's the take.
3: whole interconnectedness of the light, and the light is shared across the network. Just like the Vex share their minds, we share our lights with one another. Ultimately, our um, respected power against our enemies is the fact that we have this shared uh, light and these conduits that connect one another with each other. If we weren't, if we didn't have that ability and the reason why we are so enigmatic uh, uh, to our enemies is the fact that we are willing to just die and then, you know, ghosts will res us back. You know, and I think that's what throws off our enemies, but it also helps explain how when we sever the connection to, to the Traveler, we become weak. But when we grow as a collective, uh, you know, humanity uh, and the Guardians go out and do their things, we all grow stronger. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like it, it could also kind of like uh, explain your clan mechanic when somebody does the raid and all of a sudden you got an Engram sitting in your clan. <laughs>
0: Anyway. So, uh, I don't want to cut anyone off, but we, we're only about halfway through the book, and we're like, we're right yeah. at our time in general, so I do mm-hmm. want to try to get through some more of this. Uh, the next entry is Deontic, which basically, it's uh, Pradith. he got in touch with the Ishtar Collective, they're working together, they're trying to, they have the theory that they can actually, if they time it right, they can open a doorway in the Praetith's cell, basically staging a prison break um but then the next one atelic is one that gets a lot more interesting and i really wanted to get here because this one this one and um the next one have uh really deep threads that we can go down and i kind of want to get them all today (laughs) go for it uh so Tetelic well, is one of my minutes. favorites. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Atelic is one of my favorites because uh of the of the book itself because it says describe time. No, really, give it a go. You're going to say something about a sequence of events, aren't you? Seconds sliced off a clock, marching one by one off into infinity. Go ahead. Use your metaphors. A line, a loop, a flat circle. Heard someone say time was like water once. At least that was novel. Um, so we have this disembodied voice talking to us. Everything from this book is garden oriented. Um, so it goes on asking you to describe time. It describes time for you. It says the vex, they're the closest thing to understanding it. They've got distance from it. If time's a river, then where the fish and they're diving birds. What's wet mean to a fish? What's it mean to an osprey? Who's never fooled by refraction on a water surface. Hold on now. You're going to say this is getting a bit abstract even for the bodiless echo of a dead guy in the garden. So a uh, dead guy in the garden, bodiless echo. Uh, remember that you want time to be a staircase. We keep climbing forever, but Hey, even a guardian skips back a step or two now and then die with your ghost in range and it'll just pop you back before the bullet. Give you a chance to make your fate a, a fate you like better. Nothing's been simple on Earth since the big white cue ball rolled up from the next neighborhood over. and the stories, they don't work too well as nightlight anymore. You're going to say that the Traveler's our friend, the Traveler likes us, it gave us the Golden Age, and the Garden Worlds and Guardians. You're going to say, you wouldn't be alive without it, Mr. Big Shot. Without it... I wouldn't be stuck in the black garden making bets with myself on which goblins going to be the next to slip on a soggy leaf and fall off a cliff, which that should happen (laughs) in game. That does not happen. I've been in the garden for hours waiting for it. It does not happen.
1: I've seen it happen. I hate you. (laughs)
0: Uh, But so soggy leaf to fall off a cliff. Either you took my light already. You'd better take my advice. I know the void's still calling, but I've come come—I've come untethered. I can't reach it anymore. So if I'm right that I can reach you, you keep your ears open. I don't care how much you hate hearing it. This is important. And so this is really what I like about this card. Person who died in the, the garden is untethered from the void, and we took their light. We, the four of us, absolutely have, because we're all hunters, and we went into the Black Garden in the Taken King Tevis. and found the body of Tevis Larson and took his light yeah. from his body, which at the time might have seemed like, yeah, this is normal. But now he's still kind of alive, and he doesn't seem happy. <laughs> <laughs> And so I think this is is really interesting to talk about how the garden actually works. We've had entries before that say that the garden grows in both directions, speaking kind of like in time. The garden grows backwards in time and forwards in time. So even though Tevis died in the present, he's still growing backwards. His, His timeline is unfurling in reverse and forward. Even if there's nothing more forward, there's still something reverse. But even though it's reverse... The light has been taken from all of it. Aha! Uh-huh. He's he's
3: no longer connected.
0: Yeah, he's no longer connected to the traveler because we took that piece away from him. Hmm. Which that's insane to me. Like, and that's what I mean. Like this 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 book was not like a small have fun with it thing. This is monumental to the season. Like mm-hmm. Guardian said, this is like one of the most important books for the season of Undying. It's Mom, like he's in a purgatory, us?
1: almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, you can't understand the vex and you don't want to understand the heart, but is your ignorance any more forgivable when it's willful? Lots of questions and not a lot of answers. Better take care or you'll d- drown in them. Surely as you'll drown in time, whether it's anything like a river or not. So, <laughs> or he's, not. He's not, he's not know, uh, our friend. I, I love the
3: little... I love the little hint there towards time is a time is like water and it seems a novel. Yeah.
0: And so I actually think that's super important. I don't think they, they gave you, gave us that, that analogy on accident. I think that was extremely Mm -mm. important because if the next season is fix the timeline and they're telling us, let's say time is like a river. How do you Mm -hmm. break a river? You damn it. You stop it from flowing. If time is flowing and you stop time from flowing, if time's a river and you stop it from flowing, I think...
1: You're going to drown. No.
3: (laughs) No, No, I'm going to be a beaver. I'm saying I think Season
0: of Dawn, the Vex are going to stop time from flowing.
3: We're all beavers in the next season.
0: I would really like Season of Dawn because of, like, how they say it's going to be, like, procedurally changing. I would really love it if Season of Dawn, like, the first week, only Guardians are, like, sentient. You go to Rahul and he's just... And you go to Hawthorne, and she's not saying anything, because she's human. Guardians are able to keep moving, because we're guardians, but every human entity, like maybe even Banshee, I don't know if he's a guardian, um, every human entity is completely silent and frozen still. There are NPCs mid-walk in the tower, and you can just walk past them. You can't go to Tess anymore. Store is closed. You know? Mm. Until you fix the timeline. Right.
1: That'd be Interesting.
0: I don't think they're gonna do that, but I really wish no. they would. but I, I,
1: I wonder if you, you, you could make the argument that maybe the the last city would be protected somewhat yeah. because of the traveler's influence.
0: Yeah. So we go to Devrim, and he's not moving.
1: Yeah. I just, no I just, there, I just want it really. to be like when he's been in the tower for. Anyway, sorry. Go on.
0: I just want it to be like you get an artifact and you use this artifact to unfreeze people specifically. And so you have to go to Rahul, you have to go to Tess, you have to go to Hawthorne. Uh, and when you go to them, they say they're like they, they're mid sentence and their most annoying line. So you go to oh Tess, Tess and it's like, Venture's today. And he's like, oh, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> screw you, Tess. You go to, you go to Rahul. You go to
1: Hawthorne and she's like, you never quit, do you?
0: <laughs> it'd be, it'd be uh, it, do you? what yeah
1: <laughs> yeah this
0: mid-sentence
1: yeah
3: the drifter just says brother over and over oh, and he's over. a
0: guardian he'd be fine oh <laughs> he would steal if the tower he'd actually be, he'd be
1: more fine he'd be more fine than anyone yeah <laughs> he'd be like with his like souped up ghost he'd be like fantastic
0: Tess would be like, where is all my stock? And then you to see bunch a bunch of Eververse packages in Drifter's little room there <laughs> stacked up behind him. That's yeah. hilarious. I really wish Bungie could um kinda laugh at their own game like that and do things like that. I really hope that's what they can do moving forward. I know it's I know it's kinda too soon to do it right now, but I really hope moving forward.
3: But we have a Festival of the Lost. They're gonna do something, right?
0: Uh we got the skeletal armor set that's all so there'll be know something so
3: hopefully there'll be something funny within all that i wish somebody else would die <laughs> maybe hawthorne
0: that's so much <laughs> stuff i wish someone else would die who's <laughs> gonna kill another person
3: well then
2: is i there been someone dead every time ives yeah. that's the only one just kill them all that was it there wasn't anyone else
0: the first festival of the lost was just about the people that have been lost no that's true hmm as was the Sadie yeah, last Kato. time there was a, Maybe there was Kato a comeback for the Festival of the Lost. You know what a... we need though? You know what we actually need? Remember in um, I want to say it was the Rise of Iron Festival of the Lost. They had that emote where you literally like hover and then your head turns around. Oh uh, yeah, it was such a good no. bring that back. Uh, yeah, that one was awesome. Uh, broom, broom, <laughs> so bring back my broom. They need to bring back the freaking broom. I'm upset about that, but either way, either way, either way. <laughs> Uh, The next entry is (laughs) Jussiv. Jussiv?
1: Yes. I I don't know. That's that's good enough.
0: Back to Praetith working with the Ishtar Collective. They think they found a way to break out, but they need to test it. Um, So they test it. He thinks it can work on something bigger, and so... It's worth a try, Praedyth thinks. Anything at this point. Something is coming. A tidal wave's shadow looming over every timeline. He can see it. Its peak rises sharp over the earth, breaking the Terminator's arc with a deeper darkness. The city can't escape it. Praedyth carves a message into the last functional piece of gear. Anything that can serve as a bottle for his messages, thrown out on time's ocean. And what does the Guardian pay more attention to than their equipment? They'll catch someone's eye. Some when. He knows the wave is coming. more visions flicker past him now, burning the after images into his eyelids. more timelines, a possibility of eventuality. He doesn't know, lost in the encroaching dark. He knows they won't be able to handle it alone. He knows they need a warning. They need to know it's coming soon. Which again, and this is this this whole book is just like. She absolutely plays Destiny. She absolutely <laughs> like played the Taken King because this is just nothing but Taken King references over and over and over and over yeah. and over.
2: She did uh, talk about just like a side note because I do follow on Twitter mm-hmm. and have like actually co- like had conversations with her. Okay, so I know in one of our conversations with another person, she stated that she was a huge fan of Taken King.
0: Yeah, and it's, was it's super apparent.
2: huge like big, big into the uh, books of sorrow yeah. and like the whole vault of glass team. Like she expressed that she. Really love those stories, which is probably why she got—I mean—the yeah. ability to write this book.
0: Yeah, it's it's very sure. apparent in her writing. Um, but so, so what? This is—is is is like... this? Sorry, you go. No, you you can.
1: I, I was just going to say. So, is this how Pradit's rifle gets out of
0: Pradit's timepiece? Maybe.
1: Yes, I was. No. Well, I was. I was getting confused with with. Um, no
0: time to explain. Which, yes. so that's, we go into the perfect paradox on heroic to get the no time to explain. In the no time to explain lore entry, uh, it talks about how there's multiple timelines that this has come from. One of the timelines is that it was built by Pradith and cast into the time stream right mm-hmm. here. And mm-hmm. it also has the single word etched into the sign side soon. So mm-hmm. Pradith, this is absolutely Praetith's. Yeah. Rifle thrown into time, and we picked it up. We knew... That's
1: what I was going to say, but what what were you saying about Predith's timepiece?
0: Well, because you said Predith's rifle. That's... Yeah. So I wasn't but, sure if you were talking about no oh sorry, time to I explain see what, okay. or yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I see piece. what you mean.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But so... When we first started seeing the structure of the Vex gate that Ikora is building and the tower being built, like, just, just the frame platform that it's going to be built on, I took a screenshot and I said, is going to step out right here, because I'm positive Praetith is breaking out, and he's going to come out of that portal after we defeat the Undying Mind, and he's going to come out and be like the darkness is coming we have to be prepared and we're going to be like yeah there's a pyramid on the moon he's like i sent you a message <laughs> years ago <laughs> like how are you not prepared by now You're like well, yeah we don't go digging on the moon very often man <laughs>
2: that or the exostranger is going to step in
0: yeah she's another one that yeah. i'm expecting to come back
1: yeah that would oh. i don't even want to get my hopes up
0: yeah. I know I don't um, know, we have the
2: Ishtar collective team back in the lore. Oh my so god. I'm I'm, I'm blanking it gives me his hope. name.
0: Oh what the fuck's his name. There's a guy on Twitter, I cannot remember his name and I feel like an asshole now. He is in love with Praetith. <laughs> and he wants Praetoth back really bad. So I really hope for his for him Praetith will be coming back. Yeah. That would be pretty great. Uh, alright, so next one is a Voltative, which is very sad. Um it's just a bunch of the the 227 copies going through their experiences and basically they just keep dying uh in detail and then as it goes it just 227.7 you lose shim 227.33 you lose Dwayne mcknight nida or whatever uh 227.27 you lose maya maya 227.41, you lose Maya. 227.59, you lose Maya. You mourn the thought of all the other Mayas out there. You mourn. The thought of all the other Mayas out there doesn't help. They weren't the Maya you puzzled with over living basalt flowers, a world with 17 moons, a continent that Shim had sworn up and down with 16th century Australia, (laughs) and that (laughs) Dwayne McKnighta couldn't be dissuaded from calling Pangea. You'd found a simulation with a city where you discovered jewelry, a jewelry store, picked out a necklace, brought it home to her, and wished her a happy (laughs) pseudo-anniversary. Which, this entry to me, uh, I think everyone here agrees with me that the identity of the Exo Stranger is not confirmed.
1: I strongly agree with that.
0: Okay. Uh, This entry to me kind of just... Shows that a little bit more because there's all these these exO all these copies exo copies of the the two hundred seven twenty seven scientists and they are losing each other and I can only imagine there is one where Maya loses kiyoma and everyone else and yes. needs to try to fix it mm-hmm. on her own and that's why like we see her she's saying like the vex are an issue blah 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 we need you to fight them in the garden, the black heart. They are very clearly aware they're working with Praetith. You know, there's all these these ties that actually tie it to Maya, not to Elsie Bray. Although Elsie Bray, I was really is...
2: just about to say that a minute ago. Like, what if Maya is the Exo Stranger? That was the original theory, and that's how we get her
1: back. Yeah, that was that the, was the original, original theory, and that's, theory that's all I'm saying. Like, the day, there's yeah. there's piles I mean,
0: of I... evidence for it to be Maya. Yeah. There's one season's a single entry that suggests maybe Elsie's the stranger.
1: I mean, I definitely uh, I. I wouldn't rule out either option. Yeah. But both are possible. I d- yeah, I just think that it's I've always from the from the start, I've always thought that it it, it was going to be Maya. And um
2: I think yeah. it makes so much more sense just narratively to have yeah, it be Maya. It like does. having it be Elsa Bray really does not make a lot of narrative sense. No. It
0: like, would be and yeah, so it's just people just ran with that saying it was confirmed, like every every online article, and I'm like, oh my like stop yeah. spreading this stop doing this we've done this for years can we stop for once we've yeah. we've done it dredging your is jaron ward okay i guess he's not jaron ward anymore but he's still totally a hunter because he's got a cloak and he uses hand cannons and only hunters can use right. hand cannons it's illegal for any other class to touch him.
2: <laughs> yeah and i think like i feel like the one the main reason people kind of connected lc and anna like the one thing that held it together was the symbol on their cloak.
0: Yeah. No, and it is it is a very, very uh convincing argument. It is. It's a she's a very valid possibility. It, I think it was I think it was Rhino who it. pointed out or was it Kex? Was it Kex or Rhino?
3: What part? The
0: the symbol on their cloak?
3: Oh yeah, the exosymbol. That was me. It, okay. it's like a mm. circle with a line through it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I know yeah, Kex is, I think... is really big on the Exo Stranger as well, so I'm, I, yeah. I didn't want to misattribute it.
3: No, no, no. I think we all just collectively decided that you know. Yeah, we all share a brain. Just We're just all losers. Yeah, yeah. I think we just all decided it's it's probably something to do with the Exo Collective. All
1: right.
0: Yeah, and then um, so Rhino, uh, you have to go. Yeah, I'm gonna get. All right, so Rhino's got to go, and we have one more that we're just gonna stream through as well because we got so hung up on the other card, the other entry. Yeah, this this is such a great lore book. If if uh, Baxter, can you actually drop a link in chat so anyone? No, the whole book. But
1: the book, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
0: anyone who who hasn't read the whole book, like, just sit down and read it. It's such a good book. Um, And this one is basically. Just, you know, the 227 and Paradeath timing it just right, getting ready to escape. So this one actually has me wondering, the garden grows in both directions. Is this one happening? Is this, has this one not happened yet? You know, like, mm. what is it exactly? Uh, somewhere a veil is always lifting. Somewhere Kabir is always dooming himself. Somewhere a door is always opening. Somewhere they are always stepping through. So somewhere I firmly believe is going to be the tower excuse me mm. next at the beginning of next season the the gate is gonna open again and we're gonna go to ikora Prateth and maybe the exo stranger and it's gonna be maya like it's gonna be my it's gonna look like the exo stranger but she's gonna be like yeah my name's maya sunderesh what's up yeah and that's what
1: i think as well
0: and it's it's the overwhelming force of it is gonna break the portal so the portal is gonna go away now like that's how they'll get mm. rid of it that's what i'm i, I, I hope that, that
1: w- happens that would be so good I, I don't want to get my hopes up, but I'm very excited thinking
0: about it. <sighs> Do it, man. Get your hopes up.
1: Uh, <laughs> get your hopes uh, up with me.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Just because we have Praetith back and we have the Ishtar Collective team,
3: mm-hmm. like the
2: simulations back in lore, that makes me feel a lot more hopeful. Of like, okay, other things are going to come back. Yeah. Like, we're going to get the return. of, And there's been a ton of D1 stuff coming back, too. Yeah. Like, this has been the season of D1 returning.
0: So it's yeah. like... I think it could happen in the I best think. way though, not in like a lazy, let's just capitalize on like old stuff, but like in a, we can't forget our past yeah. type of way. Like we, maybe they, they kind of feel like they moved too far away from D1 with D2. You mm-hmm. know, maybe that was an Activision call, like completely forget that it even existed. You're on D2 now. <laughs> D1 doesn't exist anymore. That type of thing. Cause they're really just throwing back to all the highlights of it. And they're like, we need to do this right. We need to continue this narrative.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they've really pulled the narrative through a lot of different ways with mm-hmm. stuff from D1. And like and that's super random things like the Anomaly and the Ishtar Collective team. Like these things that like oh, really yeah, don't anomal- pertain to anything.
1: Yeah. But
2: yeah. they have ended up pulling into the story in this huge way where it's like, okay, this is really cool. But. Right.
1: I, I really like the last line in this entry as well. Because it? it reminds me of um Rasputin. Oh, teach me how to step? Said, yeah. Yeah, teach me yeah. how to step.
0: And that's another reason why I think next season is going to be the Vex stop time. And we're going to be working Mm. with the Exo Stranger and Praetith on it with Rasputin. (sighs) So, because Rasputin, when the original Ishtar team had the issue with the Goblin the first time, they called in Rasputin. They were like, oh, we need the Warmind. He's the only one that has the computing power to go against the Vex. And Mm -hmm. there's just so many there's so many like lines coming together where it's like all these like abstract entities that don't actually connect to each other, but they have that one point that they connect to. It's like that point is like right in front of us now. So I'm just like seeing everyone come together and it's, it's going to be building up. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? (laughs) So if
2: like, if the start of next season is time stops, Traydeath and Maya as the extra stranger step through the vex portal. And then we get like, Communication Rasputin and they're all working together. I feel like all of us are just gonna, we're just gonna say for a whole episode, just like, oh
0: my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, it's like freaking out. for
2: Yeah, just this is nothing <sighs> actually talking about. We're just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is happening.
0: So, okay, okay, we went a little past our time, just a little bit. A little. Our yes. next show will be on November 3rd. That will be the first week of Festival of the Lost. We might talk about that, but it'll also be the dungeon uh so we Ooh. might talk about that we might do uh inquisition of the damned yeah. and the dungeon because i'm pretty sure those go hand yeah. in hand yeah
1: uh sounds good
0: Ah, uh, you know i wish i wish reno was here because I, I wanted to save this for the end of the show because i just wanted to thank him on the show i forgot that he left <laughs> oh i feel bad now but um so we will be back then if you want to find out more about us, you should look at us on Twitter. We are Loose Cannon Show, just like it's spelled here on Twitch. At Loose Cannon Show, just like it's spelled here on Twitch. If you came in late, you want to watch the show, we do upload to YouTube. If you don't want to watch, you just want to listen on your drive, your commute to work, at work, however you want to listen. We also upload on Anchor, which pushes us out to Podbean, to Spotify, to Stitcher, to Google, Apple, the, all the places. So you can just find us there, Loose Cannon. Um and because it's aspect this week and because of many other reasons i i finally got my my third commission from Rhino my knife idolatry Ooh. which is uh made from hezenvex descendant or Vex, precursors and uh soul divisive and nice it's got that very Osir- uh Curse of Osiris radiolarian tube which actually moves
1: mm Milky, (laughs) (laughs) which
0: Rhino is a wizard. This is this is the best stuff. I'm gonna gonna hang them all up over here someday. I'm lazy about it. (laughs) Don't taste it. I have to brag about my my toys. So cool. All right, that is our show this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Bye.
1: Bye Bye. everyone. (laughs) Thanks for watching.